Blog Talk Greetings, everyone. Greetings, everyone. Hopefully, everyone is having a great Saturday afternoon or evening. I would like to welcome you to VitFriends Blog Talk Radio Show. This is our 10-year anniversary of hosting our stories on Blog Talk Radio. We are a national vitiligo support community. To learn more about vitiligo, our organization, and how you can support our cause, visit us at www.vitfriends.org. That is www.vitfriends.org. For comments or questions, email us at support at vitfriends.org. I'm your host for this evening, Mark Braxton from Raleigh, North Carolina, with the North Carolina Vitiligo Support Community. I'd like to welcome our listeners from around the world to our series, Life in Love with Vitiligo. This series is designed to give our brothers and sisters with vitiligo a platform to share their stories about living with vitiligo and their experiences with dating, relationships, and love. For today's show, I will have Kim Yetta Mack from Fayetteville, North Carolina with me, and we will listen to her experience as someone who's living with vitiligo and also dig a little deeper into some of her experiences with relationships. Welcome, Kenyatta Mack. Seems we might have an issue. Sounds like she cannot get in. Listeners, if you would just bear with us as we try to work through some technical difficulties. And once again, we are live. Um, we are calling from or listening through Blog Talk Radio dot com, and we are the Vitiligo uh, Support Community org. And we're trying to see if we can get our special guest on with us today, and that is Kimiana Mack from Fayetteville, North Carolina. And once again, I do apologize. We're having some technical difficulties getting Kimiana in. Hopefully, we can resolve this quickly. Hello? Oh, there she is. I can hear Kenyatta now. I could not hear her before. Welcome, Kenyatta. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? I actually had to hang up the phone and call back again. I do apologize. I'm not it's sure. okay, you know. Anytime we have, you know, a live session, this possibly could happen, but I'm glad you're here. So thank you very much. Yes. Thank you for having uh, me. You're welcome. You're welcome. So, Kim Yada, since we lost a few minutes, I want to go ahead and get started. If you can tell our listening audience, and once again, I apologize to everyone for the technical difficulties, if you can go ahead and um, tell them who you are and where you're from and a little bit about the work that you do with LIGO in your area. And it seems that we're still having some difficulties in knocking her off uh, off the air to see if she can come back in. 
And once again, to the listeners, I do apologize. Um, we are trying to get Kim Yetta back. Kim Yetta, are you there? I think she may be trying to log back in. It seems that the system is kicking her out. Kim Yetta, are you there? She is from Fayetteville, North Carolina. Hello, Kim Yetta. Can you hear me? For some reason, I cannot hear Kim Yetta. I'm going to try to see if we can resolve this. I assume the listeners can hear me as well. But we're still going to make this happen. Hello, Kim Yetta? Mark, can you hear me? I can hear you, Kim Yetta. Yes, I can hear you. It seems like we're getting some feedback. Some feed, yeah, I hear it. Yeah, I'm going to see if I can turn on one of my devices. I can hear you. Okay. So, Kimetta, if you would go ahead and share a little bit about um, who you are and what type of work you do with Vitiligo in the Fayetteville area. Here in Fayetteville, North Carolina, where I'm from, and I do work at the health department here, we get together in group sessions here where we uh, meet on a Saturday where we talk about different things that's going on in our life and how we face different challenges and and try to go to events that we try to have around in our area and, you know, support the awareness from here. And as we go forward, so I'm going to ask you some questions about your experience of vitiligo. Okay. 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 Um, can you hear me okay, just to make sure? I can hear you. I hear you great. <laughs> Okay, wonderful, wonderful. I just don't want any more technical difficulties. Um, for how long have I you know. had your vitiligo? And can you explain your experience vitiligo. when it started developing? Okay, I had vitiligo for 15 years now, and it started with a spot over my eyebrow, and I thought I broke out because I have sensitive skin. And from there, it just it would go away within season, then come back. But over the years, it has not gone away, and it just spread it more. And when it started spreading, did you, and once you, uh, I guess, you went to the doctor to find out what it was, um, what yes. type of treatment did they give to, you? Or what did, yes, I actually went to a place in Durham, North Carolina, there, because here they didn't have, they didn't know what was going on. So there they diagnosed me with the vitiligo, and I started doing light treatments there every so, like twice a week, and they gave me some um, steroid cream to put on my face and my body because it spread it so much. And from there, I had got a machine to use at home because I had to start doing it three times a week. But over a period of time, I stopped using it because it spread it so far. It was like the machine wasn't doing what it needed to do. Right. And um, and the light machine then, is pretty much you... like a, a it's, it's more like a tanning bed, but it's just not it's not the same type of light. Right. It's a UVB light. Oh, okay, okay. Now, have do you yeah. still use some of the same products from then? I don't. I stopped using it years ago. I stopped. Okay. 
So when did you accept your vitiligo and just said, this is the skin I'm in and I'm going to accept it? It took a long time because depression started sinking in and I didn't know how to handle it. So I had to go through right. the depression part of it to understand it. And then once I understand it more, as time went by, I was learning to accept it more than what I when I didn't. Like now, I accept it more now than I did then because it was so depressing. It was very frustrating frustrated and stressful at that time. Okay. Now, as as someone living with vitiligo, how has vitiligo changed the way you see the world? Of course, you know the world sees us differently, but how has it changed the way you see the world? <laughs> the way I see the world is many colors, many fashions of skin, and it's not more so having me change the world, it's changed how I see people. Because everybody have their own flaws and, you know, different ways of looking. So it changed how I saw people. I, it's more accepting. You know, I may see someone with this blemish, and I'd be like, you know what, I can relate because of my skin. So it's more relatable now right. than just more, oh, I wonder what happened. But we still have that, that mindset of what happened. But it's more so where I see people. Now, I, I see people as who they are and not how they look. Awesome. Now, has vitiligo created any challenges or obstacles in your career? No, it hasn't changed anything in my career. It pretty much so people at my job, before they knew me, they wondered if I did get burned. But people that, as far as the patients or people that don't know me, it's more so I watch you and I've been looking at you as they come in to get their treatments or whatever, and it's more so I admired you. Far as that is more so people that have situations or problem with themselves, it's more of an inspiration than anything. Right. Awesome. I guess the next question I wanted to ask, um, you know, as okay. your vitiligo started to develop, um, how did you handle having those conversations with family and friends and coworkers, and, and I would even say classmates that knew you one way, now they're seeing you a little bit different. With my classmates, they're shocked. They're kind of thrown back because they've never seen me this way. They wonder what happened or did they miss anything while we was in school? And I would have to explain I was not like this as far as my family. It was pretty much so, right. does it hurt? Are you okay? Do you need any help? But now that I explained it and what's going on, it's more so, okay, she got this, you know. And, they, and they're comfortable with it. They're fine. It's just still a concern if it ever hurts. So they're, my family right. is, is very supportive. They're very supportive. My friends think good, it's cool. Good. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Good. So on that note, because we're, we're talking about vitiligo, and, um, yes. you know, vitiligo can give you so many different sides from, you know, the part where we can deal yes. with depression, <laughs> we deal with anxiety. But can you yes. share with us, our listeners out there, some of the more lighthearted moments of vitiligo, some of the funny stories that you've encountered? Yes, I have. There was um, a young a young boy we his, to his father's birthday party. He's a Caucasian, and he asked his mom, which is my friend, my coworker, why was I two colors? And it, she looked at me, and I'm like, now how are you going to explain that? <laughs> and she just explained right. pretty much, so God just gave her some extra kisses. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah, I've dealt with some of that with children. I think children are more open and accepting to our vitiligo. Right. And they're curious, and some of the things they say are are funny. Um, I've heard Mm -hmm. camouflage. um, I've got map hands, you know, all these different things that kids would say, and it's not offensive for the child. Yeah, I'm like, why why won't she take her mask off? Why is she wearing that mask? And I'll be like, and I have to rub my face. They'll be like, oh, my gosh, are you serious? I'll be like, yeah, it's just me. Right, right. Now, now, Kids are funny and interesting. Now, do they want to touch it? Because I've heard kids sometimes say, where did your skin go? Because they think it disappeared. Yes. I do have a lot of kids that want to touch my face. I'm more leery of my face because I'm very sensitive. So I have a few that I will let touch my face, or I may let them touch something, touch my my shoulder or my neck or something. But when babies want me to hold them and their pants are shot that they want to be held, they can't help but touch your face. And they feel like to my oh it feels so different. Which if you touch someone with vitiligo, the texture is different. It is really different. It, it is. Um, a lot yes. of people don't know that. Um, and, and we're not talking about eczema because that is a totally different feeling as well. Yeah. But the the skin without the color sometimes can be more sensitive. And and it is a, a, a I can't even describe the like the texture is different. It's just different. I don't know how you would describe it. Um, I don't even know if there's a way to describe it when you really think about it. Uh, are there any other, like, lighthearted moments with friends or, or just being out in public or, you know, that come to mind and just, you just kind of laugh about it at times? I do because some people don't know how to ask a question or approach you. They just do a lot of staring. And some people get a little mean with it and cringe and, you know, it's, you get a lot of stares, yeah. and some you get stares that you don't mind having, some that you didn't even ask for, pretty much. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. The the, I think the stares from the adult sometimes hurt more than the curiosity of the children. You know, um, the children are very innocent in their curiosity. The adults sometimes are innocent as well, but I don't think they know how to approach us. Um, yes, they now do. I wanna go, right, right. I want to go into talking a little bit about relationships, um, and you can share as much <laughs> as you want. Um, so, has having vitiligo, uh, or a person, uh, or I say a person dating with vitiligo, um, whether it's male, female, um, what are some of the relationship challenges? Do you think? Well, let's talk about first about you that you have had. Um, past or present, and it may be kind of related to what some of our, our fellow brothers and sisters might go through as well. Uh, I really, when I when it, I was that was when it first happened. I was worried about how men would see me, but now that I've gotten past all of that and realizing, to some it doesn't really matter because they say I don't see that right. I see you. So dating hasn't really been a problem, you know, because then you have them unwarranted conversations or unwarranted comments where men wonder where right. it, where the spots really are. So you kind of right, stand right. back and be like, this is really not a big deal. But the ones that, 
you don't need the conversations from me, kind of steer away because it goes other places. So dating has not been an issue for me. It really hasn't. Okay. Um, and, and, and which is which is good because, you know, all of us, our stories are so different where, you know, some people have mm-hmm. had those struggles and some have not. Um, and I hope in the future we'll be able to interview more people that can tell us on the positive sides of relationships. Um, but right. in, in dealing with your vitiligo, I know you said dating wasn't an issue, but did you have any insecurities leading up to that? Sometimes, you know, maybe you see this guy that you like and, you know, like when those insecurities do come up, how do you, how do you deal with it? How do you handle it? Yes, I have had insecurities. And when I see that I'm feeling that way or someone making me feel that way, I say, you know what? I'm not the one with the problem. They are. And that's how I deal with it. Right. I honestly have to sit back Um, and say, you know what? It's not even about me. Right. And, and, you know, I I, I feel like, that's a hard lesson for some of us to learn. Some of us got it. You know, some of us, we can yeah. deal with it. Our vitiligo is fine. I, I, I'm great in my skin. But there are some of us that once we start changing, it really it really affects us in so many different ways. Um, and it makes us question, why me? You know, have you ever had that moment, you know, where you you look in the mirror and just say, Lord, why me? Why, why is this happening to me? Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. You have no idea. I'll look in the mirror and be like, why me in tears until one day when it, how it affected me spiritually because I, like, I thought I was being punished. And one day God was right. like, it ain't even about you. What, what's going on with you is about somebody else that's having problems that when they see you, you inspire them to say, you know what? She's smiling. She's going on. She's living life. So, yes, I have my times right. where I look in the mirror and be like, Lord, why this had to happen to me? Why me? Why couldn't it have been somebody else in my family? Why it had to be me? He was right. like, because it was necessary. And with that, sometimes I have, right. I still have my moments today, but I look at myself, you know what? I say, okay, I know what this is about. You got this. Keep it moving. I love you. Have a great right. day. And that's what I do. You have to encourage yourself. Right. And for those that are having problems with it, that's why you get connected with a group in your town, your city. You get connected. Visit right. that website and, and get you know, <laughs> Exactly. You know, what's funny. Even within myself, um, I didn't get connected. I had the card connected, mm-hmm. not, until, not until I was ready. And I think maybe that's the important part. Right. People have to be ready to take that ready. step because it can be hard, you know. Yeah. And some people, and, and I've encountered other um of our brothers and sisters at Vitiligo, and I was talking to someone about it, but you can tell she wasn't ready, you know. So I just, you know, I said, we do have an organization. You're welcome to, you know, check us out on Facebook, and I kind of left it because, you know, some people are dealing in their own way, you know. And, and you know, I remember the video you did for us for, our, um, for one of my presentations, and you mentioned about seeing people out in public. What is your take on that? When you see other people with Vitiligo, um, how do you address them? How do you approach them? And see, that's the thing. Sometimes when I'm out, you get that, I want to say, spiritual feeling of discernment to know who you can and cannot talk to. Some people will have that, you have that eye contact and you know I, I can talk to them. Some people will see me before right. I can see them. Like, oh my God, that's my sister. I'm like, what you talking about? And they show me their spot. And I'm like, oh my God, we are family. But some just look at you and already give right. you that look like I'm not, I'm not there. I don't want to talk to you, and they won't. So I just let it go. 
But you have some, they they embrace it because they, they see each other as sisters or brothers. We're family, and that's how we relate and right. we greet each other. But there are some that just, that's just not Absolutely. in that place where they're ready to be out there with that or just be known, this is what I got. They can't handle it, so I just don't say anything. I just say, hey, and I just keep going. Um, what can you share with, you know, we have a, uh, a lot of young students, uh, men, I would say boys and girls, because, you know, a lot of times we exclude one or the other, but a lot of boys and girls that are, let's say, high school age that are looking into dating, but they have the LIGO and they have those challenges, um, or even some of our, um, our colleagues, you know, our same ages who are interested in dating or, and or pursuing a relationship, what what can you tell them or what kind of advice can you give them or words of encouragement to help them along in that journey? This is what I would actually say. I would say learn to love you. Once you learn to love you, everything else around you, everybody else around you will see that vibrant love that you have for yourself. They can't help but to be attached to that. It's like, like, like one of the T-shirts say, this is not contagious, but my spirit is. And that's how you have to live. Right. You have to get up every day saying, you know, this is going to be a challenge for the rest of your life. So you have to embrace that challenge. It's a new challenge every day. So embrace it. Love right. you. And trust me, it's going to be contagious after a while. People are going to be like, right. you know what? She is just so, oh, my God. I just want to get to know her. I want to talk to her. So that's how you have to live each new challenge right. every day to love it. And, you know, that's something I had to learn for myself. I had to learn. I had to learn to love me and now realizing that, you know, people play off of that. You love yourself. You show that you love yourself. Other people will see that beauty inside of you as well, you know. Exactly. And they will look at your vitiligo as something that's going to push you away. Uh, mm-hmm. That's They're going to look at you, who you are as a person, and in the inside, you know. That's it. Um, yeah, absolutely. Now, looks like we got about – Good six minutes left. Um, anything you want to share, okay. just uh, without me asking questions, anything you want to share with our listeners out there um, across the world? I do want to share something I've written, if that's okay. Okay. That is okay. It's called Why Me? It's called Why Me? You created me to be different. Why like this? So I can be insecure or worry about who would accept me, how men would approach me, or even if they did. You created me to be different. Why like this? So I would hate to see myself or even be in pictures and then have to look at myself and discuss. You created me to be different. Why like this? So people can stare and treat me like a disease, like if they touch me, I'm, they're contaminated. You created me to be different. Why like this? So I can be treated as if I was people too, as a woman stated, thinking she was helping me. You created me to be different. Why like this? So I can embrace the new me, the vitiligo queen you chose me to be. You created me to be different. Why like this? So you can tell all to see to be inspired just by watching me as they see their flaws. You created me to be different. Why like this? So I can. And I ended with so I can because my journey still goes on every day. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's for all of us out there. Our journey continues every single day. Mm-hmm. It doesn't stop. And, you know, we just got to really encourage um our family to continue to love each other. And that means yes. everyone, people without vitiligo, love us, we love them, and show them that it's 
it's normal. We're okay, you know. That's it. But yeah, we're some anyway, cool people. You can share that. Excuse me. I said we're some cool people. Say, exactly, I said we're some exactly. cool people. <laughs> Absolutely, we are very cool. <laughs> can you share yeah. that on our um, Facebook page too, so others can read it? Because I, I think it'll be I very sure powerful. Um, I sure yes, can. definitely. Awesome. Well, I I'm going to go ahead and start wrapping things up, Kenyatta. I greatly appreciate you coming on. I apologize for the technical difficulties, but guess what? We made it happen anyway. You know, we know technology yes. is great, but when it's not, it's just not. So we keep on going. And your, make but, sure you're wearing your purple. Well, right now, no. I have camouflage on. <laughs> but, yeah, I will okay. definitely make sure we're wearing that purple. And those that support us, look, wear your purple in support of Vitiligo Awareness Month. Yes, June is Vitiligo yeah. Awareness Month. Um, look for information about uh, Vitiligo Day. All that's coming up really soon. Keep looking at our pages, all the information that we're sharing, and just know that we are awesome people, like Kim Yetta said. Make sure you go to vittrends.org, www.vitfriends.org, to check out all the awesome information we have there to find out what we're doing in the community and the surrounding around the world, and also to support us in any way you can because we're always going to need your support. And we thank you, every, thank everyone for listening. This is another Life and Love with Vitiligo. I'm your host, Mark Braxton. Once again, I apologize for the technical difficulties, but you know what? We don't live in a perfect world, but we make things, things happen anyway. So take care. Love everyone. Stay blessed. Love you. Be back.